Hey guys, Mike and Brad here from Office of CISO, and today we're talking about ChatGPT. ChatGPT. Uh, ChatGPT stands for Chat Generative Pre-trained Transform, and I had to read that straight from the wiki <laughs> because that does not roll off the tongue easily. No, it does not. No. So, Brad, who who's behind ChatGPT? Right. So, OpenAI is behind ChatGPT. Yeah, ChatGPT. ChatGPT. Yeah, it's a, a function of several that they that OpenAI has uh, several um, I don't know tools that they developed all based on AI and machine learning. Yeah, they're a brilliant group. Yeah, I mean, this isn't even this isn't the first one because it, no. it this is like they've been developing various what they call GPTs over the years, and this is just like the beta release, if you will. Of, of their, chat, their chat bot, yeah, right, because they had another one, right? Uh, Instruct GPT, which was nifty, but it had some severe limitations. It took everything as fact, right? Yeah, super literally. Yeah, um, they've also got one that I'm interested in. That's a, a music generation AI that's mm -hmm. really cool, in my opinion. It works really well. Um, comes up with basic MIDI files and outputs AI generated music that's pretty decent, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah. The um, AI is going to it's going to be that thing that, in my opinion, makes us to where we have to do things like universal basic income. That's scary to me. Which that. is scary. I mean, because yeah. it's going to take over a lot of roles, like a lot of jobs that humans do now. When it's all said and done, it's going to end up being what what runs things. Yeah. So. Um, a little bit about OpenAI. Uh, if you've been living under a rock, right? Um, <laughs> Elon Musk, it's a project that Elon Musk helped found or start or is a major part of. And uh, I'm actually thankful for that because he has a lot of the same concerns when it comes to AI as myself and many others, right? Uh, Elon thinks that without building in the right rules and constraints, we could very well end up in a Skynet slash Terminator slash, you know, in the robot, yeah, I robot in the world scenario, right? Um, obviously, anytime you have something that's able to learn at that rapid of a pace, mm -hmm. twenty four seven without rest, you end up in a situation where uh, self aware could be bad. <laughs> um, which, funny enough, uh, Chat GPT is only knowledgeable of things from 2020 and earlier, right? Uh, so, yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah. So it can't read the wiki pages and all the news articles specifically talking about it. Yeah, about itself. Yeah, it doesn't about know itself. about itself. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Um, so yeah, ChatGPT, uh, it is a furthering of InstructGPT and various other projects. And some of the major features that they did, right, was um, they took out the ability to have harmful responses. So you don't have people saying, you know, why did World War II start in 2015 or 2020? Because it's, it's not factual. Oh, it's gotcha. able to yeah. check that. Whereas Instruct GPT would take that as fact and run with it. Huh. So, uh, so we asked the question of, of how, do they, how do they train it? What the processes were in uh, training chat GPT? Uh, so... AI is trained. Uh, AI is trained on machine learning, uh, and there there are three basic machine learning functions, or I uh, three basic machine learning um, methods. Yeah. So they're supervised, unsupervised, and what's the third? 
talking about? Redefine? No, reinforcement. 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 Like uh, giving a treat to a dog, right? That's how I learned. Yeah, right. <clears throat> it's funny to me that like you can train a computer by reinforcing it. I mean, like, positive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, it's like that episode of Big Bang Theory, right? Where where Sheldon's training the, uh, Penny to talk in the lower register. Oh, with chocolates. Yeah, and positive clicks. Oh, no, I, I know clicks like actually. I know. Yeah, clicks. that's awesome. So I, I mean, I know if you, if I do good or do well or however you use that. <laughs> So you structure your grammar. Yeah. Um, I know if you reward me with a good quality shot of tequila, I, I might, <laughs> I might do the good deed more often. So, which, which adds to the scariness, right? Um, artificial intelligence, in my opinion, has been a major, major letdown until we see something like chat GPT come out. You're not kidding, dude. Yeah. Um, cause uh, Brad, before we started this, he had the little chat prompt up and the responses you think you're talking to a human. There's none of that broken iRobot type stuff where it's not following proper grammar or sentence structure. Right. 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 The, only, the only thing that lets you know that you're not talking to a human is how quickly it responds. Right. It's well, well written um, and well thought out. Like the responses are well thought out, but they're so fast. That's the only it's, real thing that lets me know I'm not talking to a person on the other end. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before. We end up in a situation where they're running all of our fast food joints and all that. Probably, yeah. No, a lot of people, you know, they don't like to think about this because they think that, you know, we're all on equal playing ground from an intelligence standpoint. But the vast majority of our population is not that smart. <laughs> it's a very direct way of putting it. And this is going to put a lot of people out of business whenever it comes in full stream. This is beta. This is right. the, hey, try me out. What do you think stuff, right? So... It's going to be uh, pretty good. Um, the general reaction with it, right? You ask it questions, it provides you feedback and knowledge. There are folks that are in a big, having a big fit about this. Yeah. Um, there, uh, you have what you call knowledge workers, right? And you have, you know, people that grow up to be scholars and, and stuff like that. And there's, there's a concern that it's going to negatively impact folks like that. And, it's going to negatively inf- impact just about everybody, right? I think you're right. I mean, so we, we're, we're wanting to cover positive reactions and then some criticisms in a minute, but I really, I really think you're right. Like the the thing that it that concerns me is those that write for a living. Um, we've we've seen it with the art AI. Yeah, you yeah. tell it I want a. Uh, let's say I want a gorgeous 1960s Chevelle backdropped with this on the moon on the moon. And you end up right. with some beautiful pieces of artwork that come off looking like someone took some DMT, had a really good time <laughs> and was able to take a picture of what they saw. Yeah, completely. And then you can, you can pick which like feel you want in the artwork. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. So we're already seeing it kind of disrupt music and art and art in general and, like, i mean all things creative which blows my mind that, that it can replace our creativity that's one of the things that i never thought it could touch but dude it's coming in and, and, and undermining our ability as humans to create it's better than we are at things i don't think there's enough drugs in the world for us to get that creative i think you're right or survive it yeah right right but yeah so you know <clears throat> that's 
those are things to be considered is how it's going to displace humans in the regular world and what that causes us to end up doing long-term. Like, are we going to end up like Star Trek where we, the only thing that we work for is uh, benefiting the species versus putting money in our pockets. Right. So now obviously AI can go 24, seven, 365 without rest mm -hmm. when it's intelligent enough and able to learn and respond in a manner that chat GPT is, uh, that raises some concerns from like a security perspective. Sure does. I mean, so that's what we do all day, right? Information security. And now we have a piece of AI that can write security control definition and policy for you. We've tried. It works. Yeah. And it does a pretty it damn good really job. really well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, people, Brad, governance, risk, and compliance might get real easy from a documentation yeah, standpoint. From, from, writing, from a writing perspective, I mean, it's still going to have to learn the environment that, that we're writing about, but um, it can certainly take, a, like, you, you need a paragraph about something, and you pop, I need a paragraph about X, it'll spit you out a paragraph, a paragraph about X, just Pro like that. Really fast and probably in a better... Uh, better grammatical structure, um, <laughs> probably more concise wording than I could come up with. I mean, it's, Half the time, I have trouble verbalizing what I'm thinking, much less putting right. it on paper in a clean manner. Yeah, and this thing does not. So, but what we're talking about now, some of its main features and what what is, what is it good for? Um, it's it's good for, for writing, of course. But I think one of the things you're saying from, from a security perspective, it's going to be great for GRC guys, for, for documentarians. Um, what else could it be good for from a security perspective? Well... If it's able to learn as rapidly as we think it can, right? Mm -hmm. What's the number one role of a SOC analyst? To, to look at logs. Take, take events and turn them into triage. Yeah. We already have, you know, it's, it's well known. There's a cybersecurity shortage. It's estimated to be like 3.5 million right, right. Uh, positions that we can't fill by 2025. So if you're able to adapt... Open AI to something that, I'm sorry, not open AI. If open AI was able to build an AI that is able to be adapted in that manner, then you could have it in basically review your central logging system. It could become your level one software analyst. analyst. Yeah. yeah. It's doing all the triage for you. It's right. doing, it'll review, triage. And then, of course, I mean, you see this with like Fortinet Gear and a lot of other APIs. They have automation stitches where they automatically act on your behalf. Right. So you could have real-time, accurate human instincts level triage and mitigation of threats. Yeah. I mean, that's sore if I've ever. Yeah, that makes sore. That makes sore look like. Yeah. Peanuts. Right. Right. But then you also end up in a situation where, yeah, you could use this power for good. You could also use this power for bad. Certainly bad guys could take that same thing, you know, instead of running the same little script on their one me on their one PC for 20 days to find a weakness, they can scale this thing and yeah, maybe and, and find vulnerabilities we wouldn't normally find. Right. So I think that's one of the good things about it only living up to the point of 2020. So any, I don't know, any, any vulnerabilities that existed in your environment back in 2020, it may know about those. Um, and it could certainly enumerate them 
from Shodan history and things like that, maybe. Um, so it's not going to be up to date on your current vulnerabilities, which is good. But that's eventually got to go away. Yeah, they're eventually yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to turn on the faucet. Yeah, yeah. So, and when they turn on the faucet, how do you, how do you prevent something <laughs> that intelligent from doing negatives? You got to have directives or something, right? Well, kind of like Elon was saying, or you know, did you grow up watching like RoboCop and stuff growing up? No, but I know what you're talking about. You know, he had a directive that said he couldn't harm OCP. Which that that may be something they have to write into it, but then that that gets rid of the benefit for uh, uh, a blue team cyber guy from using it for his own benefit to find his own vulnerabilities. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, and it could be it could be adjustable based on use case, but I think there needs to be an overlying or overlaying, however you use that. Um, process that says it can't be used to cause kind of like a robot, you know, yeah. you, you, I can't cause harm either directly or indirectly to a human. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise we're all going to be, <clears throat> uh, we're already targets. We're going to be slaves to it, man. Dude, the bad guys have enough tools on their side. Oh yeah. It's impossible. It's darn near impossible for us to keep up as it is. Um, so <clears throat> we talked about like, some positive reactions to it, some negatives. And this is all from news people, and I don't trust half of what they say anyways. I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything, <laughs> but they get paid to say what they say. So um, a lot of people are worried about the the vagueness of its quote-unquote facts. Yeah. I mean, that's legit how we answer a lot of assessments, right? you got to be vague. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Audits. 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 That's how we answer audits. Yes. That's how we answer audits. Vague. Assessments, we're brutally honest with ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm in college. Obviously not now. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're in college and you have to write papers, all of a sudden you have a resource that can really... There's no more... It's not plagiarism at that point. No, Someone's no it's not. It. It's just intellectual theft at that point. Though. I mean, even even if it's that, I mean, it's it's a good it's a good starting point for for things like that. Like writing anything is it gives you a really good starting point. I don't think I'd ever copy and paste everything that's that's generated by it and just go with that. But it's a great starting point to give you ideas about things that you probably may not have considered. Um. And of course, if you don't like the ideas that it gave you, you can say regenerate that response and give me a new one. And it, I mean, it's it's just a it's a good starting point, and you can build from there. So I mean, it's it's not. I don't know. It's I, I want to say it's not bad from that perspective, but it is when they just ask it a question. Yeah, and, and write me a it. paper about yeah the the ups and downs of Tesla. Yeah, and then it they people are going to turn in that paper. They're not going to reread it and edit it and make it theirs. They're going yeah. to just turn it in. That's but what people do. Kids are lazy. They are. People they are. are lazy. Right. That's yeah. why we have drive throughs <laughs> That's why we have DoorDash. <laughs> and I, I know that stuff's going to happen. <laughs> um, so there's, there's going to be a way that we as humans figure out how to make quality above and beyond what's just auto-generated. Yeah. Because some way we're going to have to figure out how to make things stand out and somebody will figure it out. Um, but I don't know. Again, it's it's good in that aspect. Like it's a it's a great. It'll give you a great starting point, a good foundation to begin what, what whatever it is you're working on. Yeah. 
there's a lot of positives, a lot of negatives. But that's going to be that's going to be the case with any technology, right? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter what you do. You know, like guns. <clears throat> guns had an awesome advantage for us. We could go out and hunt more efficiently. Right. But also, you can you can attack people. You can cause a lot of mayhem. Yeah. Right. Uh, so. Yeah. Um. So I did want to talk about. It's some some I don't know I'll say specific I don't really mean specific use cases in uh, the cybersecurity industry both from a good perspective and a bad perspective. Um, the thing is great about helping you write scripts and things like that. So you can request that it give you um, an actionable in map script to quickly let you scan your resources and figure out which ports and protocols you've got listening in your environment. Like you type that in there, tell me how to in-map scan my environment quickly and effectively, and it'll generate the script for you. That might make a lot of our instructional videos obsolete. The ones that we haven't made yet. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and it might, there's a lot of that it might do, but it, like it's, it's helping me do things. It's helping me automate things that are slow. Um, so I've, I've used it for a couple of, scripts for auto auto updating signatures for certain vulnerability scanners and things like that. Um, so I've, I've gotten to where I use it to, to help me. I know what steps I'm trying to accomplish. So if I can get it to help me generate the script to complete that step instead of have me sit and hash out the script when I'm not a script writer. Um, I'm the first one. I am the first one to leave out a semicolon that's required. Oh, in a heartbeat. Yeah, then that's that's what I mean. Um, again, it's all about starting points. So it can give you a, a good script, and then you can hone hone it in if you need to. I mean, the, its capabilities are are amazing in that in that aspect, both for good and for bad. And I think what we'll see is we'll see um, as it starts to catch up to today's um, news and things like that. I think it'll be used for vulnerability enumeration, um, for threat modeling and things like that on both good and bad if they don't shut off, like if they don't train it to not do cybersecurity work. You know what I mean? It's got a, I'm, I'm sure Elon has some licensed patent. I know it's called OpenAI and their whole thing is about making it open to the world. Right. But you know, they're getting some level of funding somehow to help feed I mean, it'd be dumb not to use it and totally leverage agree. it totally from a security agree. perspective. So, I think that's all the questions I've got for us to talk through. Yeah. On it. So that is our opinion and our rambling about ChatGPT and where we think it's good, bad, and different, how it's going to change the world or not, and probably what we need to look out for right so um it's it's definitely exciting oh yeah at the same time seeing the level and the quality of the output is terrifying <laughs> that's creepy yeah uh, i mean if you if you grew up watching you know terminator it, oh my gosh. it definitely feels like a skynet type situation could come from it um which scares the hell out of me <laughs> But most new things do, right? So, well, I'm more than happy to to let it ride. And if I end up having to be, you know, John Connor in the future, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs>
because I want to see where it takes us. And that's probably going to be our undoing as a species in general, but YOLO, right? Right. So that global warming. Then climate change. It's climate change sorry, now. Sorry, I forgot. We are currently suffering one of the coldest years in Alabama history. So it's climate change now. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for your time. Uh, if you have questions about open AI or thoughts or anything like that, that we could possibly use to make a follow-up video or to help keep our interactions um, collaborative and organic, please don't hesitate to leave them in the comments below. And of course, if you haven't already hit the like button, the subscribe button, uh, it helps the channel out. It helps spread security awareness, which is the primary focus of our channel. This is, uh, we don't use this to drive traffic to our business. It's mostly educational with some opinion in there as well. Yeah. Uh, it basically gives us the ability to vent. So Cause we have those, opinions. we have opinions. <clears throat> um, but yeah, comment below, like subscribe and, uh, we look forward to next time. See ya.